Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Yeah man, and a good morning to you man. It's your brother, Engineer Jim, here. It'd be 4.19 in the morning. And you know what that means, brothers. It's time to light up the first leaf of the day. That's right. We be jamming all day long here on AM420. W-B-O-N-G. The bong, baby. Yeah. So, before we get into the music... Let's check the weather with Cousin Mikey. Everything looking good, man. Nice, Mikey, nice. Mikey, let's roll another spleef, man. We get Patrick on the same plane. Flying to the islands, man. Okay, that's what we like. Now we got the new Three Little Birds remix with Pitbull and T-Pain, man. Can't wait for that one. Bob will be rolling in the grave. But first, let's check the morning traffic. How's it looking, Mikey? Everything looking good, man. Nice, man. Nice. Good, Mikey. Okay, let's get back to it, brothers. It's time for my favorite number. My brothers, Jay and Dan, with their sweet song. I gotta go. I got the munchies real bad, man. It's Engineer Jim on AM420. The bomb. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Oh, hey guys, I didn't know this is where you do the podcast. It's going to be a great f- time. Speaking of getting uh, something in your pants, I had, had an incident uh, the other day. A venti Starbucks, and then I had a protein shake, and then I had a carrot juice, and then I had a beef stew, and then I had a <laughs> flatulence, and then I had a, uh-oh, I'm down a pair of underwear. Gone too soon. Yes, I don't masturbate on planes anymore, really. Big today, win tonight. I think when oh yeah, I edited that. <laughs> Yay! Lisa joins us on the podcast. So yeah. what I do is I just get a Fox T-shirt and I could do this from home, and we're really poorly producing an awesome show. That's half of our shows. Doing porn is like getting a tattoo on your face. Forget sex, buddy. Clat chat. <laughs> we're talking clat chat. Look at that. Uh, I don't tell frivolous stories. We have these two guys whom I love dearly. They would just go, ugh. Hey, can you give me a spot? Ugh. Hey, grab me a towel. Zebra <laughs> Shallow Cross Expo saw one. And then I had a. And then I had a. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Hey! Where is my. Uh, is. We're at episode 90? Yeah. Holy crap. We did it. 
How is uh, anyway? Hey, we got a sponsor. Ooh. <laughs> Welcome to the Jay and Dan podcast, episode ninety. Uh, we have a sponsor. This uh, is a real sponsor. It's a real sponsor. Stop wasting your workouts and start finding your more with tracking and training gear from Adidas. Adidas is our sponsor, a real company. Fit Smart and Smart Run give you the stats that matter and coach you to improve every step of the way. Search Fit Smart or Smart Run at Adidas.com. Looking forward to all the Adidas gear that's going to come in here and be intercepted by Mike, and we'll never see it. Yeah. yeah. Looking good. This, that, the funds from that sponsorship will go right into the podcast budget, <laughs> a budget no one has ever seen. It's very shady operations. Uh, so hey, you got to turn these lights on somehow. So uh, we have a terrific podcast today. Steve Patterson is here. Comedian Steve Patterson is, in fact, in the studio with us right over here. Ben, yeah, can you get a shot of him? He's, he's hanging out. He's going to be uh, joining the Canadian Wall of Fame. He's going to be uh, talking about his time in Santa Monica here. It's going to be fun. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, we just uh, returned from Canada. You were on another uh, book signing tour, so you hit uh, Calgary? No, you hit Edmonton. I hit Edmonton on Sunday night, and then I hit Saskatoon on Monday night. Both huge successes. Thanks to everyone who came out. I got to say, again, uh, first of all, people waited two hours to meet me. Both locations. Should not do that. (laughs) Too long to wait for me. Way too long. Um, It was great. And we sold a ton of books, but more importantly, most, I would say 90% of the people in line wanted to talk about the podcast. They wanted to ask about Engineer Jim. Uh, They wanted to ask if Mike had learned to read yet. Uh, They wanted to ask uh, about our newest member of our crew, Ben Teller. Uh, they mostly ignored Patrick. <laughs> I give up. But at the same time, it was a terrific, terrific couple of events. And then I got in the car, Dan. Yeah. I rented a car on Tuesday morning. I drove through Saskatchewan. Now, that's something. When you drive through Saskatchewan on a Tuesday afternoon, you pretty much have the whole province to yourself. <laughs> And I'm not exaggerating. And it was beautiful driving weather. Gorgeous day. Nice lovely sunny day. La- uh, Land of the living skies, they call Saskatchewan. Welcome so, to the hiccup. So I peeled through there, saw my 93-year-old grandfather uh, in Balcarra, Saskatchewan, and then got to Regina, where you and I uh, had a very important... Uh, would you call it a corporate gig? It was a corporate gig for yeah. bear crop science. So it was a room full of farmers, our kind of people. Because when you think good. of crop science, you think of us. Uh, I was I'm ta- just a pig farmer from Peterborough. I was talking uh, to my mom, and I said, you know what I was most impressed with? How many young farmers there was? She's, we've turned the corner. She said, more <laughs> young people are getting into agriculture. Farmers. We're not old anymore. And they, it's not like a hobby farm. These guys were their top producers, so they had like 60,000 acre farms. Huge farms, young farmers, all of them half cut uh, (laughs) because uh, the power went out in the hotel. (laughs) I had to get dressed in the dark. (laughs) It was very disturbing. I, I, I called for a wake up. And and then you know how it is like you don't hear the wake up, but then you wake up anyway, and you're like, "What the f- going on? <laughs> is it 10 p.m.? Did I miss it?" Uh, as it turns out, the power had gone out, and it was out for three hours. Yeah, but Casino Regina across the street, they were the lights were on, the, they had, the lights were flashing. They, they had, had a, a huge generator, backup generator. They had a backup to the backup generator. That casino ain't. And shutting down. No chance they're missing out no on a dollar. No chance they're letting anyone out of that. Yeah, place. I went over there. I lost money. Yeah, way to go. 
But it was great. But I expected, as you said, I expected the farmers to be drunker by the time we hit the stage. Yeah, they well, they can handle their booze. Yeah. Uh, but three hours, no food. Because they couldn't bring food out. They couldn't heat it. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I was wondering if we'd be sick today. <laughs> Because we had roast beef. Yeah. Like 20 minutes after the power came on, I'm I like, know. where's this beef been sitting? Yeah, it's just sitting out. <laughs> just keep it under. Just take it out to someone's car. <laughs> Put the heater yeah, on. Yeah, or, or open the hood and just throw it in there. And then I had it. And, and then the I hood. had it. Guys, just carry it over the casino. Guys, and then fun. I had it. They've got power over there. <laughs> Put it next to the Wheel of Fortune slot machine. The, the roast hot. beef is good. It's fine. It's supposed to be pink. I, uh, I've been doing a lot of flying recently, as have you, but it's the first time this has happened since probably the craft tour. I landed in Calgary because I had to connect in Calgary. Surprisingly, there's no direct L.A. to Regina flights yet. No. Or L.A. to Winnipeg. So, but I'm sure they're coming. So I landed in Calgary, and I, I stood up from my seat, and I, was, I didn't know where I was. I didn't know if I was in Saskatoon. Because I thought I was flying into Saskatoon, so I, the lady Wait, next to did me. Did you look at your ticket? I didn't. I lost my ticket. I don't oh, know where okay. it was. It was in my bag somewhere. So I asked the lady. I'm like, Where, am I? <laughs> I said, where am I? Say, excuse me. Where are we? <laughs> She's like, Calgary, Alberta. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Old man tools in. And then she proceeded to run away. <laughs> I like how she said to say the province. <laughs> Calgary, Alberta. The reason I asked because I was trying to get my second ticket and she worked for Air Canada as she was on the flight. And she's like, well, it should be there with your other one. I'm like, oh, there it is. Okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind me. Did you look for, like, maybe some Calgary airport signs? No, or when you're nothing. sitting on the tarmac, everything looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> there were mountains in the distance. Didn't think that maybe, no, not interested. You know what I love about the Calgary airport, though? You land, and um, they have the seniors dressed like cowboys and cowgirls to greet you. That's right. Every, nice. every airport should have that. Not necessarily cowboys and cowgirls. Like here, it could be surfer dudes. Uh, in Saskatchewan, it could be um, it could be potash miners. <laughs> it could be right. And we we ran into two sports celebrities on our journey because we traveled back together. Oh, it's uh, exciting! In the Calgary Lounge, we had a bit of a uh, <laughs> we had about four hours in between flights, so uh, we got to hang out there. That was well planned by uh, our speaking agent. So we ran into Mike Commodore, <laughs> yeah, who has been on a rant uh, about Mike Babcock and stuff, and he he was not. Apologetic at all. He goes, yeah. Everyone supported him. He said, "Yeah, yeah." He, if you if you don't know the story, yeah, Mike went on a on a long Twitter rant about Mike Babcock and how uh, he hated playing for him. Every player he ever played for for Mike Babcock hated playing for him. The the ticket people, uh, the ushers, uh, the people parking cars. (laughs) Everyone around the Detroit Red Wings organization, according to Mike, did not like So he's going to come on the podcast. He sat down with us for like 10 minutes. He's like, oh, I'm going to my flight. Yeah, so like, well. his flight was planned. We still had another two and a half hours. <laughs> and then on our flight, uh, lo and behold, Kevin Pillar, Blue Jays uh, center fielder, hops on. He was at an event in Fort McMurray, Alberta, and Ben went to high school with them, or school. Yeah, that's Low, right. Middle school. Elementary school. Elementary, Elementary school. Yeah. Elementary school with Pillar. But he said he lives here now. He said he told us he lives in SoCal now. Well, family's from Southern California. 
So the Valley, like San Fernando. Oh, Valley. oh, beautiful. Yeah, there he was go. up in Fort McMurray for an event. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately for Kevin and us, we were all sitting. Uh, <laughs> we were all sitting up front. Oh no! And uh, oh. about I don't know half an hour into the flight, you know, nice and comfy. We're getting ready to have some lunch. Uh, I smell someone's ass. Basically, I smell. It's a, that's a common occurrence. The inside of someone's anus permeating the entire first class cabin the whole cabin and there was only there was only one two there's like five of us there was five of us up there and so i knew it wasn't me because you know i'd fess up it wasn't me it wasn't you pretty sure it wasn't pilar so that left two people there was a guy who looked like steve martin he looked like a businessman i don't think he had a beret on right i don't think it was it was that guy (laughs) so then there was this douchebag in front of us just a short douchey looking guy oh yeah you were convinced it. i was convinced it was that guy to the point where and it kept happening just and you know okay one slips out i'll give you one right i'll give you one silent deadly fart if you let that slip out in a f- plane, on a f- tube where we're all stuck together, fine, I'll let you have one. But he kept repeating it. The reason I think it was him, because he asked for a different meal, and it was just hummus and crackers. <laughs> <laughs> it was the veggie meal. So hummus and he crackers. Had, he had some tummy issues. I think he had a hard time digesting uh, yeah. beans. I uh I had to put my shirt up over my it nose. It was horrifying. For like, I was watching the Emmy Winehouse doc, and I was like 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, it's got to be gone now. No, yeah. still there. Yeah, I was watching Trainwreck with Amy Schumer. I wanted to kill him. I wanted to reach over and strangle him by the neck. And at one point, I'm not kidding you, I seriously considered just writing on a piece of paper, I know that's you, you <laughs> f- and just handing it to him. But then... Then the uh, the the big uh, scam would be up when Beret lifts his hat. He goes, "It right. was me all along." It's <laughs> <laughs> French. That's what we do. He's a French guy. I did that. I'm sorry. I got digestive problems. Yeah. So that's what happened. I was really upset. Other than that, great weekend. Um, I wanted to play something here. Uh, we asked for it last week, and we actually have it here on the sheet. Yeah. Uh, remember, I I said Darren Pang. Mm-hmm. Sounded just mm-hmm. like uh, podcast regular Guy Boudelier, mm-hmm. who's made appearances on my old broadcast tapes from Fort McMurray. I thought they sounded exactly the same. Before you play it, what do you think? Definitely. Oh, really? Yeah, big time. Ooh, okay, here okay, we go. Here we go. Anytime. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, I'm Guy Boudelier, MLA for Fort McMurray, Wood Buffalo. Number one, without a doubt, is the fact that they did generate 32 quality scoring chances in the last game. In five on five, they're generating better scoring chances. In behalf of Gail and our son Mark, we want to take this opportunity to wish you and your family the very best over the holiday season. He didn't just make saves, he made those jaw-dropping superlative saves that sucked the life out of the opposition and it quieted down Madison Square Garden. This past year has been a very busy year and I'd like to thank you for being so involved in the many organizations such as the United Way. You know what? Gretz told me never to name that. (laughs) (laughs) That's his favorite line. That's his favorite line. I feel like in this headset there's a shark there. Yeah, it's gonna do 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 do. And the food bank drive. Blue 44! Hut! 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 Thank you for helping those in need. Well, in suits, it's definitely Henrik Lundqvist. From our family to yours, we want to take this opportunity to say Merry Christmas and may 2012 be full of good health 
happiness and hope. That sounds like Keenan pulling me for another game. (laughs) And then a hook's come out after that. Uh, News of all uh, energy. We have the energy. That was. I thought he'd throw that in there. Uh, man, Gee has the most fascinating accent. Can't really place it. <laughs> Should we bring in our uh, Canadian Wall of Fame? Um, I love this idea. This is so exciting when we have the the Canadian Wall of Fame inductee in studio with us. Host of the Debaters, which has been on CBC Radio for nine years. He's a regular at uh, Just for Laughs. Steve Patterson, everybody. Right here. Come on in. Come on in. He's here. He's here. He's here. Come on in. He didn't bring IP. He doesn't need it. Were you going to just sit back there? So excited! I was gonna slide across the thing like the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, I don't, I don't know how people enter. I did that once. I came out of the uh, the Red Dog Tavern in Peterborough, Ontario, and we had a few cocktails. It was my my brother and my dad. I did that across the front of a taxi cab. I thought my father was gonna disown me. He's like, "You can't do that. What are you thinking?" I thought, oh, was "Whatever." That's it. Come on, it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, I was. <laughs> That's God. I've heard that sound a lot. Right? It wasn't a sound effect either. No, no, just actual crickets. Oh, no, in the these crickets club. get into this. I was it seems theater. like they're piling on when they let actual crickets in this club. This is bull- <laughs> I thought I thought I was going to be because I haven't watched uh, sports for a couple days. I'm like, what if I don't have enough knowledge? Oh, for of, this of, you oh, know, sports, you we haven't talked about you sports. <laughs> no, you guys have. You, I don't. I'm not nervous anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just listen to us for five seconds, and you realize you don't have to worry about that. Ever. Play ball. So, uh, tell us what you're doing in town. Yeah. Um. Well, I. I Flew in on a plane. There was only five of us in first class, <laughs> and I have a—I eat only hummus, so uh, I've had a bad start to the trip. I've never seen someone so angry. He was convinced. He's I like was that so guy. mad. That I was guy. so mad because I like, have some goddamn respect for the, your fellow passengers. Again, one, I'm Steve. I listen, get it. One. I'm with you. I, it's <laughs> happened to me. It slipped out. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. You almost want to apologize. Guys, something's about to happen to all of your nostrils now. <laughs> but to repeatedly <laughs> hammer us with your, with your gut, it's not cool. My, um, I don't know why this is a segue to me, but I, <laughs> I was on a flight in Australia. My buddy came to Australia with me for a trip, and uh, he had that problem i don't know what was going on and he fell asleep but he was farting in his sleep <laughs> and and there wasn't that many people on the plane and there was a family behind us and the dad just lost his mind after about an hour and just got up in an, in the angriest australian accent i can muster he's like who's doing that stop it bloody right now <laughs> and, and that's my, what i wanted yeah. to do today <laughs> so in australia they just let you know right you, yeah I, that's I've what said i should have done i've said it before on the podcast those flight attendants must like. Oh, oh the they have they to have burn to their through? clothes after some yeah. flights. Yeah. <laughs> just awful. Oh God, I feel just so awful. bad for them. They're so nice. And then, and then, you know, they know when someone's like taking, you know, an hour in the in the toilet, oh. and then they have to come out and face the flight attendants. You know, like I know what you did. I know what you did in that toilet. I go in so quick to do my, because I only go number one on the plane. I go in so quick so there's no doubt that I only went pee. No. I don't even want them to think, like, I don't want to take extra time well, washing my hands. It has to be an emergency, right? To a, go on the plane? Yes, to go number two on the plane. A I, serious one. I can't say I haven't been that guy, but I, I feel like every time I go in, 
is after it. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, you yeah. sort of want to come out after like a real, like you want to see a like really a, slim person yeah. coming out. <laughs> or, or like a hot chick or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah hot chicks don't do it, but it's yeah. always always a, a guy that, you know, for a fact he's done it and looks happy that he's done it yeah. and yeah. walking into his jet stream <laughs> on the plane yeah. and pretty proud Goes of Goes back to his hummus and relaxes. <laughs> so you spent all day in Venice Beach, your I thoughts. Did, I did, I did. It's a wacky place. It's uh, the most interesting people watching place I've ever been in my life. I yeah. just... I sat down, uh, about halfway through the strip, I sat down and uh, I wanted to get, you know, I just wanted to get a beer and sit there and watch people. And about five minutes into sitting down, I realized, oh, there's a parrot sitting across the table. I thought it was a prop, (laughs) but it was a live parrot. And I was just sitting there looking at people. And people, and and, and some woman just finally went, oh, is that a parrot? Like, like it's my parrot. (laughs) And uh, I'm like, Oh, that's a fuck. That's a real parrot. That's, I thought it was a, a, a machine, and uh, and the guy that's sitting there hadn't said a word, and I just thought it was a a homeless guy who they. There's I, a lot of homeless. I I, I realized, but this yeah. guy, I thought they just they're nice to this man, and they give him food and shelter or something, and she said, "Is this your?" Is this your parrot? And he just started going, Blackbird, 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 like he was calling a play. Sports segment. And Blackbird, 42. And and she just had walked away already. And then he just kept yelling Blackbird for the for like an hour. But I put my headphones in, even though my phone had died. So, so no one would talk to me because I had headphones. And another lady, this is what I was talking about. Earlier, I said a lady got in a fight with the parrot. A lady like walked by, and she just looked at this parrot, and she goes, "Uh, because the the parrot made a parrot noise." We're just like, "Yeah, whatever." Parrot. That's <laughs> a cat. I don't know what, what a parrot sounds like. I don't know what a parrot sounds like. Yeah, yeah. The parrot made a the parrot made a the parrot sound. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> A polywanna cracker or something <laughs> to that effect. It, it, made, it made like a sound, and the lady stops, and she goes, like, I'm trying to get the look in her face. She just goes, I like you, and you're cute, but don't disrespect me. And then she cuffs the parrot no! in the side of the head. Seriously. And then Blackbird goes insane, of oh course. But he doesn't go, he's not angry enough to get up. He's just like somebody's gonna punch you in the nose, <laughs> and that was. But that that whole thing was that made oh, my whole day God, until yeah. now. Obviously, this yeah. is the highlight well, this is of better. my trip. Yeah, I, this is I, better. I pointed out a sign when we were getting on the plane in Calgary. It said, "Don't smuggle me," and it was a picture of a parrot. Who's smuggling parrots? <laughs> like, that lady, that lady who fought that parrot, and then they got angry at each other when they landed, split up, and then the parrot ended up at the restaurant. And then she came by, saw the parrot, and wanted to fight the parrot. That's how. That's who smuggles it's parrots. The only logical that's explanation. That's the only explanation that makes sense, Dan. It's Nine years. Nine years. Debaters. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. That's fun. It's uh. That's unreal for in today's day and age. And it started radio media. and went to TV. So when it did that, were you like, "This is great," or were you like, "Oh, this is. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do TV." We only got two seasons on TV, unfortunately. <laughs> Not everyone can make the seamless transition like you guys. I'm, uh, I, I honestly, I know I can't be proud for a whole country, but I'm so honored to be down here with you guys. We miss wow. you a lot. Thank up you. In well, Canada. you've been one of our biggest fans. We thank you for that. Yeah, you've always been very supportive uh, <laughs> via the social medias and yeah. such. Well, you guys uh, are actually, you're actually funny, and I don't want to disrespect anyone else that's here, but this, you guys have brought a, a actual humor. To sports, whereas I think that people t- 
took sports so seriously they couldn't really be funny about it. Um, yeah. until we're you guys. also not good enough broadcasters yeah. to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might have gone too far the other way, but I, no, I, no, that's I love it, and we me. miss you, and we can't. There's no way to see you. They've yeah. blocked. They've blocked the signal. You can't get it. I, I made the it internet up, just worked wherever. I made you it up uh, in Canada during the World Series when our power went out on our broadcast, but uh, I I didn't mean to for that to happen. Or yeah, it's I, I wanted to return in a better way. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to that. Now you are always on the road with the show, right? The debaters we we tape across Canada. I wish we'd come down to the states, but so yeah. is there a go-to city where you're like we're gonna pack the house here every time? Um, well, Ottawa, Ontario, because Ottawa, uh, what a town! We're on CBC and we make fun of the government a lot. And right. So is Trudeau like just a, like a, a jackpot? Well, <laughs> I think if Doug Ford, if Rob Ford Brothers <laughs> ran, he would be the jackpot. Yeah, that's the holy grail. Yeah, right like that would yeah. be, that's Canada's Trump right yeah. there. Oh, for oh, sure. Oh, God, it would be beautiful if he ran. <laughs> I just kept, I don't know if you guys saw, but he did this thing, and, and actually John Oliver talked about it, where he was, you know, he ran, he jumped in to run for mayor of Toronto because Rob Ford could yes, run. Yes. And right. he just thought, well, I'm his brother, so maybe I'll just run. Yeah, I'll That's win. That's the mentality. <laughs> and and he had an interview where they said, you know, we're talking about minorities in different groups. And he goes, and somehow he takes that to be Jewish people. And he, <laughs> he just goes, I have lots of Jewish friends. My lawyer's Jewish. My accountant's Jewish. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then uh, they call him on it. And then he comes into an interview and sits down with his wife by his side. And he goes... Yeah, I, I, you know, I have a lot of Jewish friends. My wife's actually Jewish, and his wife goes, "I'm not Jewish." In the, in the interview, I, I'm like, "How can we not want this for a whole yeah. election?" Four years yeah. of glorious, glorious Fordisms. I have lots of black friends. My wife's black, honey. I am not black. I'm clearly I'm right not here. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Fords. But tru- yeah, Trudeau's. But, uh, but no, didn't Doug say he might want to run for the provincial? Tories, yeah. something like that. Yeah. But, I'm t- well, but I'll that's take not good we enough. Get. We want Fed. We want federal. Yeah. We want. I want to see him in a in a debate because debates down here are fantastic. Where oh, else? Donald where? Trump where? You, out west. Where do you like going out west and, and doing debaters? What's what's a favorite city out west? You like oh, Vancouver's always good. But yeah. I just got down from Vancouver. Um, Victoria, look, guys, I'm on CBC. Yeah. I, know, I know my wheelhouse, so <laughs> yeah. if I play my cards right, I can have a show for another 73 yeah, yeah. years on yeah. CBC. No, that's nice, though. Those people, they love a night out at the theater in Victoria, and they'll, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah the seniors. I, I sent yeah. um, Jerry D., friend of the podcast, yes. a text. I said, you're going to be on it. He said, yeah. first off, I want him to say, like, I hate him. He says, yes, great guy. I'm like, oh, that's nothing. <laughs> Sorry about So thanks, I said, any Jared. funny tales we should ask him about? He said, ask him about the advice I gave him when he's on the road and calling back home to his wife and newborn baby. Oh, that's he's a he's a smart man. Obviously, he's so very what is funny this man. advice? That you're never having a good time on the road. It's great <laughs> advice. Yes. That is good that advice. Is. Like like yeah. if my wife called me today, it wouldn't be oh, I was up and down the boardwalk all day. It was beautiful. It would just be, I miss you. It's lonely. Yeah, I'm just trying yeah. to write. Yeah, I got no friends down here. Yeah, like you try yeah. to break into a cry if you can't because you can't. <laughs> Be having a good time on the road. Jerry did say that. That's yeah. brilliant. Hey, that's you know, it's getting advice. late here. It's 10 o'clock. I'm just in bed. So yeah. that's it. Yeah. You say. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep alone. Yeah. All no, by face, myself. FaceTime doesn't work here. Yeah. No, we can't do a FaceTime. Right now. <laughs> yeah, that's... now, I say too much data usage, so I can't do the FaceTime. <laughs> so that, you know, just, just my phone will die. Even though Fox is paying for your phone. Yeah, it's, that's the problem with FaceTime. It's, it is wonderful. I was FaceTime with my wife all, all weekend, but then... 
But then, yeah, there's no mystery to it anymore. You no. can't you can't tell any lies, really. No, you've got to be very honest. I didn't even <laughs> like it when you could take pictures with your phone. <laughs> right when right. that first came out, because <laughs> right. you couldn't lie about where you were. Just take a picture then of <laughs> yeah. the of the right. library. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. Of the, uh, the library. Oh, yeah. Phone died. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you're talking to me on it. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. You just catch yourself in the lie. It just gets it gets worse. But FaceTime is. Uh, well, I have a little. I have a fourteen-month-old baby now, so that's congratulations. That's uh, very just, cool. It's awesome. It's awesome to. I just talked to her right before starting this. His, his daughter is six months. I didn't yeah. know that. We congratulations. Playdates. We get a playdates. We well, I didn't know that I was staying two blocks away from where that's I live. That's the other hilarious thing. That's so amazing. You're, so you're staying two blocks from me. So we're gonna hang out. We're gonna hit all the Santa Monica hot spots. <laughs> I would like to. I'd uh, like to go to Misfits. I heard it's oh, it's all very day good. happy hour. Yeah, 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 it's very good. A lot of happy hours down here. <laughs> I do enjoy that <laughs> because it's illegal in Canada. To happy have... hours are illegal. You can't have um, more than an hour booze on sale at a specific time because it promotes drinking and driving. Is that a real thing? Yes. Can, what even if you're not driving? Can it's you Canada? No fun police. <laughs> yeah. No. You... No tailgating. No, no fun allowed. No drinking, you know, uh, in public, basically, right? You just can't do any of that. Had you ever heard that? Privately, in shame. Speaking of Canada, (laughs) had you ever heard of that announcement today? The lady said, no drinking your own alcohol on the plane. I've never heard them announce that. Oh, I didn't that. hear that. I was too busy trying to wipe my <laughs> tears away from the smell in front of me. <laughs> he was too busy crafting his note. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would have How, loved that so much. Oh, yeah. Excuse me, sir. A little note for <laughs> but you. But it was literally, I was literally going to, because like you're him in front of me, I was literally going to just be like this, and then just drop it there. <laughs> I was just going to drop it there in front of him and then just wait for him to come at me, bro. Yeah, well, come it all worked you. out. Come it all worked Harris out. First. And you were watching Trainwreck. How was it? That's great. It, I, it was, I really yeah. enjoyed it. And Steve, I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel like WWE wrestler John Cena stole that movie. As he, the boyfriend. He was fantastic. He was so funny. And LeBron was hilarious. He was very good, too. He I was very know. good, too. But yeah. Cena, Cena yeah. had an angle to his character. I don't yeah. want to spoil it, yeah, but yeah. he pulled it off so well. I was really impressed. Because the wrestlers, I think, are better actors. Entertainers, yeah. Yeah, they're entertainers. They're used to being in front of a crowd, ad-libbing, all that. So they end up, like The Rock, they end up being better actors than you could yeah. imagine. He was great. He was great. It was a very different part for him, too, than it could have been. Yeah, yeah. it was a good film. It was a good film, actually. Yeah. She was she was great. Yeah, actually. I liked it. Now, you're joining this Canadian Wall of Fame. Yeah, Take any, a look at favorites? this. Who have you worked Holy with fudge. on this? Who have you worked with? Who have you had encounters with on this wall? You got Jonathan Torrance behind that. I'm uh, sure well, Jake, every Canadian yes. has had an encounter I lo- with him. I love Jonathan. I, I wish I'd worked with Phil. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, unreal. Dan Aykroyd, I did a festival with in Newfoundland, and he mostly promoted his vodka. But right. He's a very good yeah. guy. Because like, <laughs> yeah. uh, isn't it made up there? It's the made, vodka? It's, uh, no, I don't know if it is, but it's, oh. it's the one the with skull. the skull. Yeah, the skull one, yeah, right? Yeah. It's yeah. the bottling yeah. that sells it. It's, it yeah. is. And it's not cheap. It's cool. And he's uh, anyway. He's a very interesting guy, right? He's like a historian buff and like into playing. <laughs> like so people want to talk about the Blues Brothers, and he's like, "Did you know that the A three twenty five carries a payload?" Of, uh, like I, d- I did not know that. Um, remember when you drove through the mall, and Blues Brothers? Um, <laughs> Can we talk about that? Because uh, I only got ten. Trailer Park Boys. You ever do gigs with I them? Did, uh, I I know the guys, but yeah. I never. Unfortunately, never gig. There's, There's Gerard There's over my here, man Jerry. right over here. Sorry, man. I'll just get out of the way. And the the classic picture of Gordy Howe. Here's my Gordy Howe story. I don't have a connection, but my dad used to be the buyer for Eaton's in Montreal in Gordy Howe's heyday, and his job was to entertain Gordy Howe when he came to Montreal. So Gordy Howe 
would come to our house for dinner, but I what? wasn't I wasn't alive yet. All my oh. old, all my older brothers have pictures of around the dinner table with Gordy Howe. Not and then you. my dad got fired from Eaton's. Oh. And then self-employed. So okay. that's who I got to have dinner with was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Just alone. And then he would probably tell a lot of stories about Gordy, Gordy Howe. during your dinners with him. Yeah. 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 If only Doesn't you seem were as good. closer to your brother in age, but you're a mistake, Steve. So obviously not. Couple of things I don't like about you. We never wanted you. <laughs> a, we didn't want you at all. B, you never met Gordy Howe. Red, True story. Red Green, he's been around forever. Oh, Steve. Yeah. Well, Red, sorry. Let's go with the character. No, no. Well, Red Green. We, we, when we inducted him, we talked about Smith and Smith. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Show. Yeah. I remember that. Very with, his, with his wife. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Um, yeah, he's done well for himself. Let me see. Mike Myers, uh, I did something with Tom Green. Yeah, of course. Anyway, yeah. it's just now. Do you still do the Just for Last Festival? Yeah, you do. Yeah, when, yeah, when when they ask me to. Yeah, yeah. Because that do it this year, but. that must be big when you're invited. Because that's a massive. It's known around the world. It is, and it's like the Olympics. Uh, of comedy, really. You go there now. What they've done is they branched out. So now, what you want to do is get the Just for Laughs gigs that aren't. In Canada. In, oh, aren't in Canada right. or aren't in Montreal? Aren't in Montreal. Well, I've done the, the cross-Canada tour, but right. now they do one. Like, they do one in Bermuda that I did. They do oh. one in Sydney. And oh, now they're yeah. starting to do it at resorts. <laughs> so yeah, that's what right. you want to do is the, the comic that they call for the right. resorts. You just or, want the free vacation. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Or get on a comedy cruise. I don't know. I don't like cruises, Dan. I've never been on one. I don't like water. <laughs> that, I wouldn't want to be surrounded I don't by it. Like I, I just don't. I wouldn't want to be surrounded Steve, by it. Steve, how'd you like to do a Just for Laughs cruise? Will it just stay in the port? <laughs> yes. Will we just be in the port the whole time? It's while they're it's... building the ship, while it's on land. <laughs> it's, for, it's for the crew that's building the ship. Then, yes, I will. Guys, <laughs> if we could just get your attention, please. I know you're building the ship, but we brought a few comedians down from Canada, and we thought you might want to take a break while you're having a lunch. <laughs> that guy's pretty funny. <laughs> that guy's good. That guy's good. So you must have, you must have the, not to, not to say you have bombed on stage, but you must have had a, cra- <laughs> you must have, because every comedian I'm sure has done a room and you're like, because we were discussing this before and Jeremy Hotz, like he can, he can kill a room. He'll come off stage said, no one laughed, even though everyone was laughing. Have you ever had an experience where you're like, oh my God, that was horrible. Oh Yeah. Uh, it, you have to if your co- if your comedy is killing all the time, it, it's you shouldn't trust it. To be honest, like really? you should try to find other rooms to play. It sounds like a weird thing to say, but that is. But you you sort <laughs> That's of want such a comedian thing to say. I know. Don't you want to kill? Don't do too well. No, you do want to kill, but you also want to like make people angry and bring them back if you can a right, little bit. Right. And um, you know, if you're just there's comics that I know that by the time they get to the when I say there's comics that I know, I mean myself in this group. That I know myself. That uh, like you get to a point where by the time you, a, a, a joke is killing, killing, you're kind of sick of it right. a little bit. So right. you you always want to be doing new stuff. And and to me, I love it when some I, I love it when something doesn't go well, but I can explain why it didn't. Right. And then yeah. maybe get them back. And that's. But if you've got a hit, it's like ACDC. They got to play Hell's Bells. They're gonna say I'm sick of this. Uh, I get it. I and uh, <laughs> you know, but I but that's music. Music's so different than comedy. People show up to the concert. Because they want to hear the best songs. Right. You do one joke once, and then you try to do it again to the same person, and you're an 
Right. Why, why isn't this all new material? Yeah. Right. Well, why doesn't Paul McCartney do all new material <laughs> yeah. every night? Suck it! But now, we don't want him to do any of the new material. Right. That's the thing. That's the difference. Yeah. Whereas we, if we you were, were measuring, at, sorry, we oh, were measuring. No. We were at the the Bear Crop Science event, and you kind of just did a same event too. But helicopter pilots? I did the Helicopter Association of Canada. I have the phonetic alphabet in my back pocket. I must have worn these jeans during the gig. <laughs> so I showed up to Fox Studios with no picture ID but the phonetic alphabet in my pocket, and I started trying to get my way in. Can with we just that. Say, before you get to that, can we explore the fact that you showed up to the Fox Studios without picture ID? Yeah. So what was the Country thought process bump. there? <laughs> this is, I'll be completely honest, you guys are like, I, I know you guys from Canada, but there would never be this much security here. Right. I, know, I know you guys do like, like the show here, I didn't know the podcast was on the Fox lot. Right. So right. when I got, I just thought it would be, like you know, at your garage yeah. or something. Yeah. Like like Mark Maron's right. podcast is in his garage. So right. So I thought it would be at a house or garage. Or, then, or my apartment two blocks from your right. apartment. Right. That would have yeah. been great. Yeah, I would have been convenient. Would have been so much of a shorter Uber ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to take me over there. Um, but I, then I got here and realized, ah. Uh, they're probably not going to let me in, but thank God Mike was right there and, nice work, and let me in. And, Good job. And they did just let me in without any that's, sort and of then maybe that's that's the bigger, That one guard came out and gave us the... That was Ooh. it. Come here. Come hither. Maybe that's the bigger issue that they did, did let, let you in Stop. and that we should be frightened for our security. <laughs> now, we should point out you have a comedy album on iTunes right now. I do, yeah. It's called This Is Not Debatable. You know, people really milking the huh? whole debate. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to call the second album number two, but some asshole <laughs> took that title with his book. So now uh, I gotta call it. This is also not. <laughs> and you have a um, like a book, but a, but not like a memoir, like a fiction. Like you have a novel coming out. It's well, it's or is it? Or am I wrong? Am I off? On when that? I do stand up, I do lots of letters to different groups and sometimes just things like I've done a letter to yoga and a letter to <laughs> a letter to hotels for getting angry at us for trying to wash towels and stuff so I the book is called the book of letters I didn't know where to send and but it's it's technically finished but now editors are going to look at yeah. it and it's so it won't be out till next September we, we were discussing yeah. this because it was the same with my with my books like you you give the draft to the editor and then you don't see it you for a while it. and then you forget that you wrote it right Maybe, did I write that Is, yeah are they gonna put it out that's Maybe where I'm not. at no yeah. that's where I'm at so it's so weird to say yes I have a book but it won't be out for a calendar that's year. a good idea for a book though I like that that, yeah, that sounds thanks. like it's gonna be really good I hope so I, I don't know I, I want to hear all about that uh, letter to hotels yeah it's true It'll help us save money don't uh, don't let us wash I'll your sheets, you... or we'll just turn the power off for three hours. Yeah, and you can That's dress the in the dark. In Staying Regina. at the Delta. Oh, the Delta. Oh yeah. yeah, right across the casino. That was oh, making yeah. me laugh. The casino yeah. keeps their light. I uh, I'll give you a little line from one. Of, this is my and this the letter to hotels is the first one I wrote because it's half my life is in right. hotels. Right. And I said you can all. It's basically don't we don't need a letter to tell us. To don't use the towels. Then I said, you can also discontinue the little cardboard notices telling me the name of my housekeeper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it really doesn't matter that I know who's cleaning my room. It's not going to make me any less messy. And frankly, when she knocked on my door this morning at 7 a.m. and said, housekeeping, and I replied, come right in, Maria. I'm waiting for you. I think it made us both a little uneasy. <laughs> So that's uh, that's that was like the first letter I wrote. Actually, was do you remember it. when? And I don't know if they still do that. Like Cineplex Odeons would have like the name tag, yes. yeah. and it would say 
You know, they're just like Steve, and there would be like Top Gun, like because that was like their favorite movie. So I don't know if they thought like we'd start a conversation with the popcorn guy, like, "Oh, you like Top Gun? I love that volleyball scene where they're shirtless and Tom Cruise is five feet tall and he's got a three-inch vertical and he's still spiking, spiking the ball the down ball. on Val Kilmer and it's awesome." No, nobody's starting up a conversation no. with the popcorn guy. No, I never they just want popcorn. Why. Yeah, that's it. That's now it. we're gonna do a segment on the podcast. It's very popular. It's called okay. Rapid Fire. Awesome. Listen to this. Okay. <laughs> Just about time. Fire. <laughs> Rapid fire. When, th- oh, yes. when things don't fire quickly, Patrick looks like he's going to jump across the table and kill us. <laughs> we aren't doing it. We didn't do it. <laughs> Rapid fire. <laughs> and Mike uh, delivers the questions. Be prepared to wait a while for it to be asked. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, so many people are, are worried about your inability to read. Yeah. It's like he's the only thing better. I got. He's yeah. gotten better, though. Yeah. It was actually like one time. <laughs> the story just got embellished. <laughs> sure. Right? right? Sure it did, Mike. Sure. Uh, <laughs> C-spot run. <laughs> all right. First one from Keys3. Uh, has your Ontario French improved at all? <laughs> nope. I still know uh, very little. I know how to say je ne parle pas français. Je ne parle pas français perfectly. I, I know how to say I do not speak French. Yeah, that's, that's, that's and, all you really need. That's your go-to. And and Touk and Crokinole. That's all you need to know. Yeah, that's a weird sentence. Those are... I don't talk French. Touk, Crokinole. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to some gas station in Chicoutimi. Touk, Crokinole. We were on the Nothing. craft tour. I still remember. We went to a bar one night, and I ordered a beer, and these, these girls were giving me the worst look. And I'm like, what's wrong? And they're like, you don't even try to talk French. I'm like, I can't make up words I don't know. <laughs> How do you, like, am I supposed to talk with an accent? Yeah, one beer? I, uh, uh, anyway, oh, anyway, yeah, I went to... Uh... <laughs> Okay, next, Mike. <laughs> uh, it's from uh, our friend Rusty Outhouse. Uh, <laughs> Rusty. Classic Rusty. Yep. Of Jay and Dan, who is the Dave and who is the Morley? You guys know what that even re- re- references? No, That's from the Vinyl Cafe, Stuart McLean's show on CBC. Oh. oh. Uh, Dave. <laughs> we got to listen to a little more Stu McLean. He used to live a block from me in Kensington Market, and I would sometimes pass him in there. He Wouldn't tells say, every well, story well, like this. Right. I'm McLean. <laughs> it takes it takes a while. I, I'll try to. I but guess, he's speaking. Think, he's got the the CBCers in his hand, though. Well, that's a, that's like what you aspire to, right? Yeah, that guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, he does. He uh, he sells. A, he does a con, you know Christmas concerts every year and brings in a bunch of people, and that's good for him. We just uh, <laughs> I don't quite have that, you know. Yeah, we, you will. We, whenever we have a moment on the show uh, where we've said something that clearly isn't going to make the air on CBC during the live thing. I, I just, I always say, don't worry, we'll just get a clip from Vinyl Cafe and <laughs> drop it in there randomly in because it's the most wholesome show in the world. Right, so it right. is. I would say, uh, if I can answer this question, which will make no sense to anyone but Rusty, uh, I would say Jay is the Dave and Dan is the Morley. Okay. And just leave it at that. I hope that's yep. good. <laughs> Me too. I'm going to start to do some research <laughs> on the Vinyl Cafe. Uh this is from Ryan Black. If you could put Jay and Dan on the debaters, who would you have them debate and which side would you put them on? Oh, this Ooh. is fun. I like oh, that. Like, who would they debate against together? Is that the yep. question? Yep. I think so. Oh. As a team, we debate oh. as a team. A team oh. debating. Team All right. debate. Okay. Well, you guys pick what you want to debate, and then I'll, I'll figure out a Justin Trudeau. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I really have that in his back pocket ready yeah. to go. <laughs> 
turned the corner. I wasn't a Trudeau fan, but I like the optimism he's brought to the country. I'm exact. I'm right with you. But what would you guys debate? Yeah, whether- we, we'd have to debate so- like a yeah. subject. Whether Trudeau's the legalizing best. weed. Yeah, that's a good legalizing one. weed. But would- then we'd both be pro. Yeah, <laughs> everyone would be pro, and then that's what the debate would be. Should it be legalized immediately or sooner? But I take it your crowd would be like booing us because they wouldn't want that. Oh no, man, CBCers, they got they had the original weed, like they know. <laughs> they, the they need it the to listen to that vinyl stuff. cafe. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, we're back, we're back in business. Man. Now, wait a minute. What's happening up there right now? Because I can't follow. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, I'll come around. Are we are we actually legalizing weed in Canada? Is that actually going to happen? That was like one it doesn't of the have to go to a ran, vote or anything, right? That's one of the things he ran on, right? It that is. He said it. it. <laughs> he said it like two weeks before the vote, or, or maybe less. And I wrote a joke immediately, being like. Uh, that is an ambitious goal, trying to mobilize the potheads <laughs> to go vote on October 19th. But I made fun of the date. I'm like, because October 19th was the election. So I'm like, uh, he may actually get all potheads to run to the polls October 29th. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Uh, he he wants seems to want to do it. Yeah. And I don't think that Canadians, for the most part, have a problem. No, with I don't it. think anymore. I think no. it's resistance is sort of died down. Futile? I thought you were going to say Resistance is futile. <laughs> Very Borg. Very Borg of me. Mike, any more? Yeah, this one's from Leslie Goulet. Uh, who's your favorite contemporary comedian? Oh, I like that. Oh, my God. Is this for you guys or for me? No, that's for you. It's for you. All these are for you. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was trying to that. I'm not sure I can answer this. I don't have my ID with me. But... Um, I don't, it's so hard, honestly. It's tough to pick a just one comic. Pick one, and then if anyone else asks you about it, uh, just say that we made you do that. I, I'll tell you a guy that I that I love just for the sheer complete friendliness of what he does, and he does ninety seven percent of his material about food. Oh. Is Jim Gaffigan? Gaffigan. Jim yeah. Gaffigan. Awesome. He's Hilarious. super clean. Yeah, he's you know travels with his family everywhere, and uh, and he's he's truly unique to me there's a lot of really funny guys but he can, he can do 25 yeah. minutes on bacon yeah right? and, and all clean yeah. and like i saw him at that um oddball comedy fest last year and it was like him and aziz ansari and louis ck and bill burr like a oh, yeah. murderer's row yeah, of yeah. amazing comedians yeah but he almost didn't fit like those guys are all sort of like you know manic and yes. full of anger and passion and just, then just jim comes He's like, I hate fish, you know, like, so, <laughs> so he kind of didn't fit in with that crew, you know, it's like kind of hard. It's true, to but it's still hilarious. Oh, once, yeah. Once yeah. you listen. He's so. asides. Is he going to talk about anything that isn't <laughs> yeah. food related? Yeah. Yeah. He echoes himself. That's right. Yeah. I like that. Uh, one more. Uh, what's the shittiest place you've slept on while on the road? Oh, mm. sh- oof. Yeah, that's there's a myriad of options. Osborne Village Motor Inn in uh, Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> I did stay at the uh, Cavalier Inn in Winnipeg during the Grey Cup once. Oh, formerly the Gay Cavalier Inn, and and uh, stayed there with eight buddies. You go to a Grey Cup, you bring buddies. Sure, of yeah. And uh, we booked late. That's why we were there. And it had uh, mint green cinder block was around the room. <laughs> but the beauty of it was eight guys. That's we're just there to drink. At one point, we just got bored. It wasn't near the center of town, so we just started throwing empty beer bottles at the wall like, <laughs> like we were playing darts. And the guy, the owner of the hotel, like 
we two of us had to stay later, uh, and the other six guys had left. And he comes in to do the damage deposit, looks at the room. It's f- it's full of empty, broken glass. He goes, "Yeah, you're all right." <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that place is probably up there. Wow. Did you have to sleep with your clothes on in that? Place? Oh, I for sure did. Yeah, yeah. mostly because I don't trust my buddy Ted. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little touchy feely on the road. Um, speaking of Winnipeg, the Grey Cup is coming up it in is Winnipeg. Going back Winnipeg. It's uh, the stadium is apparently falling apart. Yeah, have you heard about this? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I like, thought they had a new stadium. They it's do. Brand new. Apparently, oh. it's not wasn't constructed. Apparently, it was built by the same guys who were building the cruise ship that you're going to be performing. <laughs> <laughs> That'll never, never be seen. Yeah, are they? The, the cement is cracking everywhere. Supposedly, yeah. maybe this was just the Regina folk. Yeah, because they don't like the the peg. No, No. it's the banjo bowl. I did not know that. I hope it's not falling in on it. It would be tragic, really. They finally build a nice new stadium and it just falls. They have to bring it down. (laughs) Uh, Before you leave, we need you to sign that because you're going. Look at that. Right right next to John. Right in the center square. Are you kidding me? This is Leslie. And a vintage Wayne Gretzky. No, no, that's just yesterday. He took that picture there. From back there, I thought this was David Hasselhoff. Who is that? That's Iron Mike Sharp. Yes, of course it is. Uh, I thought it was greatest athlete. I think I thought it was Hasselhoff's face on on a different body. Yeah, yep. it does lo- kind of look like got him, a lot yeah. of hair there. Ah, uh, Leslie. Yeah, the best. R.I.P. Rowdy. Yeah, this is yeah. an amazing wall. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. We do have Ben Mulrooney on here somewhere, so that's he's a- over here in the corner. Oh he's still yeah, on the wall. Nice. You guys just shuffle it like Be- whoever comes on. Gets the, the reason he's in the corner because he sent us the picture. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only one to send, like he was auditioning for something. <laughs> guys. Here's my 8 by 10 No, we love it. Oh, this is awesome. Good guy. Guys, this is literally going to be the highlight of this trip for sure. Perfect. When do you head back? Sunday morning. Sunday morning. But you're not having a good time. I'm, uh, yeah. No. 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 <laughs> when does this no. When does this air? This is, I'm, this is horrible. When yeah. does this air? This is garbage. Uh, this Thursday. 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 Oh, this week. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's you, uh, well, then if you're in the L.A. area, come to Nerd Melt. I'm doing a show uh, called Set List at... Uh, the, the meltdown. It's a comic book store. Oh yeah, you know is that where about? the Nerdist does his yeah. podcast? Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Cool. Yeah, and it's a really it's a fun show. You make it. You make up the stand up as you go. They just flash subjects behind you. So, so. Well, what night are you doing that? Saturday night. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. so if, yeah, 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 perfect. If you're around the LA area, definitely. Please. Come see the Steve-ster. Oh, thanks a lot, guys. This is fun. Um, now you have to sign that, and we've got Peter Schreger coming in. Coming, yeah, coming out of a meeting. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Whatever. So I. Steve, one thing, the biggest difference, people are always like, what's the biggest difference between Canadian broadcasting and American? It's that down here we have meetings every five minutes about, I don't know what, I'm not sure, probably about what the sponsorship was. Oh, we're supposed to read that again. Let's do it. Here we go. Uh, That's the Ready to ditch the step counters and start getting more from your workouts? Who isn't? But who has the time and money for personal trainers and fancy equipment? Adidas has the gear you need to step it up and find your more. Track the fitness stats that truly matter. I'm not just talking about steps. I mean calories, heart rate, pace, and plenty more. Adidas even gives you custom training plans to load onto your device. They'll push you to new limits that step counters never could. Pair that with a mobile app that syncs all your workout data, and it's a no-brainer. This is the first step to a new, fitter you. This Adidas gear is designed to get you more from your workouts from day one. If you're ready to step it up and find your more, visit Adidas.com and search FitSmart or Smart Run today. We have to do that every podcast? Yeah. (laughs) It'll get better, right? (laughs) All right. Well, we're happy to have you, Adidas. 
Uh, okay. And we're happy to have you too, Steve. Thank you, Thank so, you much, so much. Thank you so much for coming by. This is the awkward uh, part. Great. We just expect you to just walk. We haven't figured out how to hang this up. That, that's a great suit, by the way. Yeah, take a picture of that. Uh, now, what did I see here, Mike? We have um, Dan's demo tape. What's that? It's your demo tape. From? College. We've never played this? Nope. Huh. Yeah, Steve can. Yeah. He's going to hang out in the room. You'll meet our good friend Peter Schreiger. Uh, let's have a listen to this, uh, this demo tape. Uh, I have not heard this. Back on here. Uh, for a while. This is exciting. I wonder if I did get a job. <laughs> okay, uh, let's, let's take a peek. Oh, CFRN. I was just there uh, on the weekend doing an interview. Young adults her age are lured into the oil sands industry because of the high wages. Good people out there, whether it be Fort McMurray or anywhere else, tough to get. We started offering signing bonuses for uh, some of the restaurant staff, get the experience in and just uh, stop dealing with the day-to-day uh, problems of uh, being short-staffed. So business owners are now forced to be proactive to lure workers. The local McDonald's is offering some sweet incentives for its workers. Something that's given us some really good results is what we call a two for $20 program. If somebody can, over lunch, work... Uh, two hours, any, you get 20 bucks an any hour. Any block of two hours, they receive $20. Uh, for that person, it's great. It's like getting $10 an hour. You want to start forward? Stop. Stop one second. Stop one second. That's what it would be. For that person, it's great. Let me break the math down for you. <laughs> wow. Okay. You're in town... So they advertised the position in Edmonton. They offered a $1,000 reward to anyone who would turn in their service manager. We had uh, 14 uh, interviews as of this morning. It's very easy to sell Fort McMurray on people once they come to see it. The lure of high wages offered by the oil sands industry Shot may that be myself. enough to get I just some do people my own away stand-ups. from the service sector. But for others, that's not incentive enough. Whoa! Go back! Go back! Go back to that stand-up. Yeah. We need to see that. Okay. No, go to the beginning. Eat your heart out, Sandy Ronaldo. I want to see. I want to see that dramatic pause. <laughs> Just that super dramatic. It's not incentive enough. Okay, here we go. Wages offered by the oil sands industry may be enough to get some people away from the service sector, but for others. That's not incentive enough. You can yeah. drive a truck through that bus. <laughs> the money will always be attractive to people my age, you know. It's attractive to anybody, but I don't know. I like the kind of job where you can just relax and have fun and enjoy people. Dan O'Toole, CFRN News. That sounds like a prostitution. A job where you can relax and have fun and yeah, enjoy people. Yeah, what kind of job is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's just being a hooker. <clears throat> All right. Um, should we bring in Treggs? Uh, he's still in that meeting, but okay. What else? Do we have another story on here? Oh, and oh, oh yeah, yeah. Let's do okay. six degrees. Jim. Oh, I meant I meant another Jim. Jackson. Jim Jackson. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that clip out of the way. How would we have known that? <laughs> well, it's on that. It said run. Jim. I would. I'd rather. Uh, I. I want to talk to Engineer Jim. Yeah. I want to do these two. Can we do that? Well, it's just a short clip anyway. Okay, let's hear it. Here we. Jim Jackson said this is. Is it? Well, 
It's not. And it's about chemistry in the NBA. Listen, the two of you guys have great chemistry. That's why the show is outstanding. Well, and Golden right again, State. Right? Jim Jackson. Jim Jackson. What a guy. I mean. He's like the coolest dude I've ever met. I think. Yeah, he's a little too cool. <laughs> All right, now it's time for this, Jim. Yes. Yes. Always a pop. Jam in with Jimmers. We have a couple suggestions that were sent in from listeners. This one I like, Dan. Um, we should explain it, uh, what this is, if you're new to the uh, the podcast. Uh, engineer Jim, he's an uh, engineer of the stars. He's he's worked on a lot of uh, records and stuff, so we get his connection with uh, random artists. And we have you, the podcast listener, send us your suggestion. By the way, Jim, again, I can't stress enough, all the people I talk to at the book signings, how much they love Six Degrees of Engineer Jim. Oh, that's and they, awesome. they want you to visit Canada so that you can triumphantly arrive... Yeah. And be treated like the king you deserve to We'd be. We'd have a problem. Oh, wow, that's really nice. Podcast yeah. groupies. Oh, Delicious. A lot, lot of sluts. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> this one is. I'm it- having a terrible time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lonely. <laughs> it's very cold. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, Well played. Yes, Jim. Okay, here we go. From Amber. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Slayer. Uh Ah, Slayer. No. No! I'm sorry, Amber. That's a rare sound. I'm sorry to deny you. You've uh, only been stumped like probably five, six times. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, I was trying to think mike just showed it to me just before you guys asked me and i was like god slayer slayer who did i work with with slayer i i can't remember did slayer have a big hit i don't think Uh, they had a mainstream i don't think so no they were pretty hardcore Uh, you know uh the only thing i can think of uh, and i'm not sure but didn't rick rubin produce one of their records i don't know um mike can you look that up get it up you know, if if that's the case, that would be my connection would be uh, through Rick Rubin. This next like, one. Oh, sorry, Dan. I was just going to say, I feel like we could do a whole podcast just about Rick Rubin. Oh, yeah. And how, like, he's a real how, interesting guy. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. Yeah, 1988, South of Heaven. See? Whoa, there you go. Rubin. Okay. Yeah. So whatever yes. I do, yes. Yes. <laughs> this next one is, uh, is off the beaten path. It this was sent good. in from Shawnee Hill. Weird Al. Weird Al. Yes. Yeah. The answer is breasts, by the way. <laughs> uh, so uh, I um, I had a chance actually to hang with Weird Al for a night. Uh, a buddy of mine um, worked with a band called They Might Be Giants. Yeah. And uh, They Might Be Giants were really tight with Weird Al, and they they did songs together and all that other stuff. So uh, when they were out here in L.A., this is, you know, sort of mid-90s or something like that, uh, they were playing at the Wiltern, and uh, I got to hang backstage, really, for the whole night with Weird Al, like, you know, just talking about music and stuff. A really great guy. Super, super nice Does he guy. tour? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he does. Sure. He's got for a sure. great show, too. If he comes on tour, you should go. He, he's really good. 
He's like kind of insanely smart, right? Like very. I, I had the greatest time hanging with the guy. He's really, really fun, and uh, it's very interesting. Also, about they might be giants. When I had my band when I was in high school, and we'd go around and play, you know, uh, gigs at high schools or whatever. Uh, we actually played at the high school that the They Might Be Giants went to when they were kids. Another connection. Um, here's a question. When Weird Al does a parody song, he doesn't need permission, right? Because it's a parody? Or do they need permission? Uh, that's that whole Nathan Fielder he, thing. Yeah, that's oh, he, a... He was able to do the dumb Starbucks thing. Right. Really good question. <laughs> um, I, I think he gets it anyways. I think he does too. Yeah, I think they give him permission because I think his, one thing he always talked about, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Prince would never let him do one of his like one of his songs. So he'd always make fun of Prince, like how short he was. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. Michael Jackson and Madonna and everyone yeah. basically in the world let him do it. The, everybody would Prince. let him, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and it was a big deal for Michael Jackson to let him do parody. Right. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, no, uh, he, he and he's that kind of guy. He would want to get the artist's permission. So. Doesn't want to offend anyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Speaking of not uh, wanting to offend anyone, Peter, Peter Schrager, our Peter NFL Schrager, insider everybody. in studio. Schrager bomb. In studio. A young Jim Nance in the sweater. Hello, friends. <laughs> How are you? How you doing? To Good to see you. Hey, Welcome to the hiccups. Welcome to the hiccups, Shregs. How are you? You're Good. in L.A. I was in Regi Regina or Saskatchewan <laughs> yesterday doing an appearance, and uh, <laughs> Peter and I spent all day Sunday watching football together. What an afternoon it was. It was That's pretty first, fun. Oh, tough, oh, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, my buddy. Yeah, you're the man. It was the first Sunday I haven't been at a game in, yeah. like, years, and I was coming out here to be in studio Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so I said to Dan, I go, Hey, I know you live in LA. I know you know Jay's doing a book tour. I don't have any other friends who would want to hang out with me. Uh, would you be willing? And we went into so I come over there, whatever. We got to Dan's place. We put on the red zone. I'd never seen the red zone. It was like a first for me. I'm like, this is a pretty amazing way to watch a game. I would wait, never... wait, wait, what do you mean you'd never seen it? Because you're always, on, always the on the road. I'm always on the road. You just never seen the red I've zone. I've seen it and I've heard about it and I dismiss it because I'm like, oh, you know, you missed the whole story. Right. You don't get it. and no. the host, whoever the host is, I'm like, he's too funny. He's too swarmy. Like whatever. So with this, I was like, all right. And a second into it, I'm like, this is how you got to watch football. It's perfect for ADD. Uh, You're just like, like oh, no more, attention. More, more, more. Awesome. Yeah. So we did that for like a half. And then I was like, you know, why don't we go to the sports bar down the block? Because that's what people do in America. Let's go watch <laughs> these games. They've got all the big screens. We walk in. It was dark. It was dank. There was men wearing jerseys. It <laughs> smelled like ass. It didn't yeah. smell that place. There yeah. was no women. And I'm like, let's go back to your couch and watch that red zone. <laughs> and we left and we watched the second half of the Giants Picked game. Picked up a couple of burgers and just a couple of burgers and a couple of dudes. You're like and David Hasselhoff <laughs> just sitting there on the on the floor. Exactly. Exactly. Picking the burger apart. It was bun. Yeah, what was then that? That patty. was like a weird YouTube clip. Yeah, like, he was like drunk in Vegas and his daughter filmed him like drunkenly eating a burger on the floor. And that, like, went viral? Yeah. yeah. She, she did it to just say, get him to stop. Yeah, da yeah, Daddy, stop. Daddy, I know you're, stop being drunk I know you're burgers. funding my whole life, yeah. but I'm going to humiliate you in front of the world. That Baywatch money took care of her entire life. Exactly. Don't you dare blackmail him with burger <laughs> drunken photos. So, what's new? 
What's new? Uh, busy week in the NFL. Busy week at Fox. I went over to Pat Muldowney's office over at at Playa. Oh, yesterday very nice. it was great. Oh, uh, here it is. Here's guys. the video. Here's, here's the, the video. Hassle 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 Hassle. Here it is. He's lying on the floor, shirtless. <laughs> oh, right now, she's putting a plate down hey guys, for. Him. Are you gonna do your show tomorrow? Mm. You promise me? Mm. <laughs> You're gonna get alcohol. Mm. Don't get alcohol. Mm. Don't get alcohol. <laughs> what he's doing to you? You're on the floor. That burger looks good. I know. Mm. That'll be me on tour in Canada. <laughs> Every night. He can't manage it. It's too messy. What? Okay, that's good. We're good. Yeah. It's too much for him. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh! 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 Oh, it's going to fall. It's, oh, no. oh, it's just the patty. <laughs> he just took the patty. Just took the patty. Uh, bam. <laughs> Is that her hand with the napkin? Yes. So she's like leading his, like a horse she's to water. She's enabling yeah. him. She's enabling this Try whole thing. Try this burger, Daddy. <laughs> what a sport. Yeah, you promise me you're not going to get alcohol tonight, okay? What? You're not going to get alcohol tonight. Okay? Oh. And if you oh, get yeah. alcohol oh, yeah. tonight, you're fired right. from your show tomorrow. And the doctor is coming over here in the morning to check your alcohol level. And if oh, there's any he alcohol not in your system, you're going to be fired from the show. Who's this little brat? Tomorrow. You hear me? She's being a brat. No alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> he looks good, though. I know. He looks fine. Let he him eat his goddamn burger. He's, He's the Hoff. The Hoff looks good. Oh, She's man. not coming on tour with me. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, what a party for me. Yeah. Um, we don't mean to rush you, but we... Yeah, I'll get out. No, but we got to wrap things up quickly. Peyton Manning, is he finished? It's yeah. the storyline of the second half of the season. I can't wait to see how it unfolds because they play the Bears this weekend. What if Osweiler lights it up and mm -hmm. goes 41 points and they tear it up and Peyton comes back and says, <clears throat> guys, uh, I'm ready to go. I'm healthy. I'm, I want to play. Uh, that is a really tough decision for Gary well, Kubiak. You, you said at the start of the season he was done. It was done. I mean, I said it before the season started. I don't know yeah. why he came back. I thought he had nothing left. And sure enough, it was the case. But... You got to realize this is a key thing. So John Fox and him were very tight. Gary Kubiak, who's the head coach and you know the offensive, these guys are not Peyton Manning guys. They weren't there. He didn't with, want to implement Peyton's offense. They didn't want the and like these, they they're starting anew. They're ready to go. So he might have the backing of Elway and the sentiment of it. But if Osweiler starts winning, football is a cold, cold sport. The fans will get behind Osweiler just like they got behind Colin Kaepernick when Alex Smith got him to that point, and just like Aaron Rodgers became the guy once he started winning and Favre was quickly forgotten. Mm -hmm. Well. That's what I was going to ask you. How does he get along with Osweiler? Like, because oh, no, Favre right. never got along with Rodgers, no, right? It's the same thing. And Peyton, it was historic that he's not like mentoring this guy. No, I mean, he wants his job, right? Yeah, I mean, he is as big a competitor as it is. And if there's one thing, everyone says, okay, well, it's not fair because Osweiler wants to take first team snaps in practice, and Peyton doesn't let him. Well, why should Peyton let him? You guys have to realize this is the most competitive industry in the world there's 32 of them and to hold on to that job is precious and Peyton's obsessed with his legacy he's obsessed with winning and it was one thing to have it versus be him versus Tom Brady and this amazing battle and over the years and this rivalry and now I think everyone's kind of conceded that Brady's the guy and he looks better now at 38 than he did oh, when yeah. he was 28 and Peyton's kind of understood he's the silver medal in that one to tell me that Brock Osweiler is the mm. one out that ain't gonna fly so 
it's very fascinating, and Peyton is as competitive as anyone. So to see how it plays out, it could get ugly. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but after this past weekend, and I say this as a Seahawks fan, do you still feel no. the same confidence you did two weeks ago about that team? No, and they were up 29-25, and I was like almost ready to punch my ticket. and be like, I told you, <laughs> I told you, this is the team, because mm. Carson Palmer's coughed up so many games. Everyone says Andy Dalton can't win the big game. Carson Palmer's lost more big games than anybody, and this whole redemption story of Carson Palmer, I was ready to put water on it and say, what's he ever won? The guy's made hundreds of millions of dollars, never won a playoff game either. Uh, Palmer showed me something. He won, and I think three-game lead in the NFC West with the tiebreaker, having beaten them in that building, I think Arizona's in the clear. Shrek's man. Traeger Mom. Awesome having you in studio. Awesome You'll uh, look like a million bucks. You can follow Peter on Twitter at, at P Shregs, P-S-C-H-R-A-G-S. Uh, you can follow Steve. I forgot... We should, I wanted to ask you how you got Patterballs. Yeah, Patterballs is the best Twitter That's handle ever. That's Patterballs, P-A-T-T-E-R, balls. <laughs> it was a condition when I was younger. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. <laughs> uh, Dan, can I shamelessly plug the book tour this weekend? Of course. This Sunday. Give the no- dates, remember. November the 22nd, Vancouver, Chapters Metro Town in Burnaby, 7 p.m., James Sabalski, our good friend, is doing a Q&A with me that night Love at that C-balls. location. Great guy. Cal Green, this Monday, November 23rd, 7 p.m., Chinook Center. Boom. Done. And then we're going to be in Oshawa together the weekend after. It's going to be incredible. Doing a book signing in the schwa. The schwa diggity. We should bring Shregs up for one of those signings. Bring your shopping cart. Dan happy. Right? <laughs> Jim. I'd love to go. Right. And, uh, send in your, uh, send in your uh, come. Email, emails and uh, your like suggestions it. for Six Degrees of Engineering, yeah. Jim, at J yeah. and Dan. Yeah. Ben? At J ben and Dan. could definitely come. Yeah. Hasselhoff? Hasselhoff could definitely <laughs> come. <laughs> the Hoff. Uh, it was awesome. This is a blast. Thanks Thank for you, listening, Steve. everybody. Thanks, Thank Steve, for yeah. coming Thank in. Thank you, Pete Schrager. Make sure you get Steve's uh, album on iTunes. Uh, bless Ready. you all. Thank you. Don't fart in first class. Elvis has just left the building. So long, my time here is up. They're going home. Love you, boys. Have a great one. Hi, this is Lisa Ann. This is the end of the podcast, so all you assholes can get out of here.